This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A very good evening uh, to everyone this evening and um, it's Sunday evening as we take this, just gone past half past eight and uh, what can you believe this, it's something like 159 days, five months, April the 2nd, the last victory in the Premier League for our wonderful team. Wolverhampton Wanderers and guess what, we've managed to get another victory, yes we have, We've won 1-0 over the Saints of Southampton and does it feel good? Yes, it feels amazing. I'm still like so happy that we won the goal. We've scored three goals this year so far. So far. One was a, a Nevers worldie and the, the other two were miss hits from Daniel Pedence. But do we care? <laughs> no, we don't. We're happy that we've got uh, we've got the first win on the board and hopefully that's going to uh, take a little bit of stress. We do, of course, have news breaking today, which we're going to talk about with the uh, the guys and gals as well. And that is that um, you just can't write it. Sasa Kalajic, Wolves' new super striker, uh, 15.4 million from Stuttgart. Played, came on, started the game because Raul was injured with a, a groin. Goes off at half-time with a bang on his knee and Wolves are reporting uh, today that he's got uh, an ACL. We don't know how bad that is at the moment. We don't know whether it's a tear, a strain, or and how bad the tear is or not. We'll, get, we'll obviously wait that. But there's also reports coming out this evening that Wolves are talking to Diego Costa, a Brazilian Diego Costa, who was best known for... Um, well, for many, many things. We won't talk about the one thing that he's best known for, but also he did had a fantastic uh, spell at Chelsea. He's a free agent, and apparently he's going to be coming to Wolverhampton on Tuesday with his agent uh, to see what his fitness like, and there could be some sort of deal being done for that. Wolves literally down to the bare bones of strikers at the moment. We've either got young Chem Candle. Uh, I'm not sure if Bonatini's still at the club. I'm not sure you want to go. But, so we're going to get... We're going to get stuck into all of this. We've already got over 109 watching. We also um, 
you know, we've got the regular friends of the show, co-hosts, uh, Manny and Paul. We should have Scott and Josh. But we've also got on tonight, because we've managed to make the magic work tonight, because we've had a little bit of a test before. We've also got Billy Wright's daughter, Vicky Wright, because as promised, the draw for the VIP experience at the Billy White Experience Evening at the Prince of Wales Theatre in October has been done, and we'll be announcing the winner and who's won that VIP um, experience, and that basically means you'll get to meet both Vicky Roy and Bobby Davro pre-show. But we're going to get stuck in straight away, uh, and we're going to welcome back from his globe-trotting travels for the, the last four weeks or so. I'm sure he's going to fill us in on that, and uh, I'm looking forward uh, to going to the match with him at the weekend, Liverpool away, where we're going to continue our winning streak. Paul, how are you doing? Hello, Dave, and good evening to everyone that's joining us tonight. It's so glad to have you back, mate. We've missed you. Where have you been for the last four or five weeks? Well, to start with Leeds, with you and Manny. Yeah. I'm sure everyone's heard all about that trip. Um, then I've been to Portugal and then uh, had a holiday in France that was cancelled back from lockdown as well. So I haven't been around much in August, but obviously I've been following news very closely with... Um, Football developments and um, yeah, I'm back. <laughs> I'm not being funny, Paul, but like you've been away, you've come back, you've had your first match of the season at Molyneux, and we've won the game. It's such a relief the feeling when the referee put his whistle to his mouth and blew, as he said, after nearly 160 odd days of um, since our last Premier League win. It just felt amazing and it's been a long time coming because I know we haven't had the results that we wanted, but I don't think we've been as bad as our league position prior to Saturday had shown. So I think it was due. Um, I think it had been coming. It was just the fine margins really that were stopping us from picking up, um, from turning a draw into a win or, or, or the other way around. So yeah, relief is the main emotion that I felt really on Saturday. And you have been watching the games because I've seen pictures of you and the family uh, whilst you've been a away uh, watching the games abroad anyway, haven't you? Yeah, we've watched it as much as we can. It's hard though when you're abroad because even though you've got Sky or BT, it stops you from watching it on your iPad or your computer when you're abroad. So it has been a bit difficult, but a bit easier in Portugal because it's... You're not using the VPN? I don't know enough about that, to be honest. It's something I need to look into. But to be honest, I'm normally at the games. It's unusual for me to miss four in a row. So um, it's not something I'll probably have to think about for, for a while. Uh, yeah, well, it's good to have you back, mate, to be fair. I mean, uh, you know, it really, really is good to uh, to have you back. And uh, I think you went with the family uh, to Clarethampton. Yeah, my girls came. Um They've really missed it because it's been a long time since Norwich at home in May that they were able to go. And my youngest daughter in particular is a big Daniel Pendence fan, so she was really happy with um, with his goal. Um, Paul, can I ask you, did you mean that? No, I was I was actually sat level with it up in the Billy Wright on the back row. And I had a great view of um, what Pendence's view would look like. And all he had to do was slide it back across the six-yard box. And Sasha would have had a 
happened. So I don't think he meant it. But to be honest, we've had so much luck where it's hit the bar or it's been a great block. It was about time that we got across into the box, got on the end of it and something happened in our favour. So um, I don't think he did mean it, to be honest. Yeah, I think, uh, do you know what, Paul, when I was watching it live, because obviously you you could see me because you spotted me with my gold hat on at the weekend yeah, from see all that far away. And obviously I was just about to go apoplectic or whatever said it because I thought, oh, my God, I was thinking, like, it's another one missed. Um, and then the, obviously their keeper committed himself, didn't he? And it kind of just bounced past him and into the, uh, the net. And then, obviously, he was doing his little thing that he does. But I'm pretty sure, like with you, that he was. He would. I mean, it would have been, if he had done that, knocked it across and attacked it, it would have been the perfect goal that they've been trying to score, um, which we've been talking about. But it went in and we don't care. So he scored two, hasn't he? And both of them have been misses. They have, but it just shows that if you get people in the box and put the ball in the box and get on the end of stuff, then things can go in your favour. You have to make things happen and you make your own luck with things like that. So, um, yeah, I, I think you can go on, hopefully, and be that player that can get seven, eight, nine goals this season. And that's what a player of his ability in his position should be doing. Yeah, I, I hopefully he can do as well. Um, so, yeah, Paul, what do you think about the Sasha Kalajic injury and uh, the rumours of uh, Diego Costa? I'm sorry there's a bit of an echo on here. We can't work out where the echo's coming from because I've got nothing else open on my uh, screen. Can you hear an echo? I can't work out where the echo's coming from because there's nothing else open on my uh, screen. Uh, and so I, I, I apologise if there's a bit of an echo. We'll just have to deal with it. Apologies. Yeah. Sasa Kaladzic and um, Diego Costa, what are your thoughts? Well, first of all, it's it's terrible luck, isn't it? I mean, there's so much effort that goes into signing a player and to get it over the line, to get him in the team. And within 45 minutes that happens, so you just can't really make it up, can you? So it's terrible luck. Um, naturally, it'll be in good hands with the medical staff at Wolves and Obviously, all the fans will get behind him and, and support him. And hopefully, he gets back as soon as possible. With an ACL, you always have to fear the worst. Um, but Johnny has shown that you can come back from it. Um, he's had it twice and he played very well at the weekend. So, yeah, it's it's really bad news, really bad luck. What, what I will say about this Diego Costa uh, link straight away is it shows that Fosun mean business. They're not prepared just to wait until January and just try and get by with only Jimenez as the proper central striker. They're taking a very proactive uh, approach. Um, and we haven't really tapped into the free agent market very much, have we, over the recent years. So it's about time that we used it to our, to our advantage. Perhaps they're worried about using it because usually when you sign a player on a free... Um, it means they have inflated wages because they're not getting, not having to pay a transfer fee. And I know the wage structure at Wolves is quite strict and they don't want to upset the harmony by bringing a free agent in and having someone on huge wages. So, yeah, I'm pleased that Fosun are going out and, and doing something very proactively about it. Whether he's 
the right answer, we don't know because no one really knows his fitness. But he's got tremendous pedigree in the Premier League. He played in the World Cup as recently as 2018 for Spain. Uh, I think he's got 10 goals and 24 caps for them. We all know he's a handful, he's a presence. Um, and I think they're absolutely right to to have a look at him. That's all they can do, isn't it, at the moment? Have a look at him, judge his fitness, see how, see how ready he is. And if he's ready, then why not take a punt? Because what are our other options? Well, the other options, as I can see it, and tell me if I'm wrong on, on this, is uh, Chem Campbell. Is yeah. Leo Bonatini still with us? I can't remember him being loaned out. He's not training with the first team squad, though, and I don't know if he's registered in the Premier League squad. I know they're actively trying to ship him out, but he's not the answer. And then the other one, is it Campana? Is he over at LA Galaxy or something like that? Yeah, and I think they've got an option to, to buy, which looks like it would be activated. But, I mean, they can play. There's obviously still Jimenez, um, who has had a bit of a mixed start to the season. He played... Uh, Gonzalo Guedes down the middle for most of the second half. He, he can play Juan there. He can play Pedence as a false nine. There's plenty of other options, but we do, I think, need that talismanic number nine um, that can make a difference for us in the penalty box and perhaps Costa is the right man. So, uh, yeah, I applaud a, the fact that yeah. they're going out and looking at him. Yeah, he's got a bit of a reputation for being a little bit nasty, hasn't he? But maybe that's not a bad thing. We need a bit of that in the team. I don't think it's a bad thing as long as he keeps it in check. Um, you can be a, you can be aggressive and physical without overstepping the mark, and perhaps we haven't had enough of that in the past. So it's great that we've potentially got this different option. Um, and one thing I remember from his time in the Premier League, he's so good with his back to goal, holding defenders off. And that can allow some of our attacking midfielders to get round him and make things happen. So if you're a Pedence, if you're a Neto and Diego Costa's coming in, you're probably licking your lips because you're thinking that would be a great player for me to link up with. Yeah, I think you're uh, I think you're right. So, uh, if you stick, you think it'd be a good thing for a short period at least. Why not? The least they can do is explore the option and um, and, and give it a go because... I don't know if Fabio Silva's got um, a recall in his in his contract, but even if he has, I don't think that can be activated till January at the earliest. So I think we have to kind of imagine that he's out of the picture until next summer, really. Well, mm, I, I, I think, to be fair, I mean... We've, it's desperation in a lot of ways. It's like, I mean, Wolves, we seem to have this run of bad luck with injuries at the moment. You, you look at uh, Neto had it, you know, Chiquino is another one. Yerson last last year, Johnny Otto had two. Oh, I thought Johnny Otto had a fantastic game at the weekend, by the way. Yeah, back to his old self, wasn't he? Um, assured in possession, nearly scored a great goal. Um, I thought it was the best I've seen him play for quite a long time, actually, um, at the weekend. That would have been some goal. He was, he was virtually winning the show second half. Johnny Otto is possessed. Um, Paul, you're, um, we've, got, we've got a little bit of a spin the wheel coming up in a minute, so uh, hold your horses for that. But you're, um, you're man of the match. It's a tough one. We were discussing this in Lupo Lounge after the match and all four of us sat around the table all gave a different man of the match. 
but I'll probably go with Max Kilman. Um, I don't think he put foot wrong, and he just fills me with so much confidence. He's building a great partnership with Nathan Collins now. Um, he's great on the ball, um, and I think he's. I think the stat is now the case that we have got the best defensive record in the Premier League after six games. Normal services. And, normal services yeah. yeah, and we're building from very solid foundations. And for me, he he was excellent again on, on Saturday. I liked some of the contributions from uh, Mateus, as he wants to be called, rather than Nunes. I thought he looked lively. He was driving the ball, driving the ball well from midfield. I think Pence is um, that player that can create something out of nothing in the final third that we that we've really craved for a long time. And as you said, Johnny was a strong candidate as well. But I'm going to go for Max Kilman for my man of the match. And did you say your performance rating? No, I'd give it, I'd give it a seven. Yeah. Uh, because I think we defended well, and I think we did show some, some bright attacking play. But what, what is a big problem for me at the moment is the service that's coming into the box. I think Neto must have, but seven or eight crossing opportunities against Southampton, and I think there was maybe one half decent one that. Uh, Guedes nearly got on the end of in the second half. Um, I think he needs to be back on the left-hand side using a stronger foot. Um, Neto, I think he needs to be on the left. Yeah, His right foot isn't, um, isn't anywhere near as effective as his left. So we need to be more clinical. We need to finish teams off. And we did allow Southampton to come back at us. But then again, I suppose if you want to look at the other team, are going to come back at you, aren't they? So it's a seven overall. Um, if we could have got that second goal, it probably would have been up to an eight. I thought some of our midfield player was very neat and tidy, um, as you'd expect with those three Portuguese lads in the middle. A hundred percent, absolutely. And your moment of the day doesn't have to be on the match. It could be the whole day. Um, on a personal note, um, we have to sit as two twos because we can't get four tickets together. So I took my eldest and my dad took my youngest. She's the massive Daniel Pedence fan, my youngest. And when she ran down the stairs afterwards at the end, and she came down doing the Daniel Pedence celebration with a massive grin on her face, that was really nice. Um, in, in terms of um, the match itself, watching the goal back, it's a great move that leads brilliant to move, the, yes, yes, miss hit the shot, in my opinion. But Neves, Neto, Matthias is a really um, incisive break from the three of them. So I think we can be a real handful for Liverpool at the weekend because I think we're actually going to be still a good counter-attacking team even though we're trying to get away from that. I'm looking forward to it, mate. We have got one final fun thing. that we're It's a new thing we're trialling, Paul. You might have missed this. Um, so uh, hold your horses. You're going to love it. So this is spin the wheel, okay? Okay. So basically, I'm going to spin that wheel. It's going to ask a random question, and you've got to answer it. There's some wolves questions in there, some random ones. So here we go. You ready? Bring it on. Oh, here we go. The question is, Paul, what was your first computer game? This is showing my age a little bit now. 
but I think it would have been on the Commodore Amiga, and I think it would have been Sensible Soccer. Oh, oh, I knew it was the reason why we got on so well. Do you know what? I had a 64, Commodore 64, and I had a Commodore Amiga, and I loved Sensible Soccer. So, Paul... We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. Have, I think you can get them online somewhere, and we're gonna have to play sensible soccer against each other at some point. I know that everyone goes on about FIFA, but sensible soccer is where it where it was at. Yeah, and I think there was a game called World Cup '90 as well on the Master System, Sega Master System. I never did the Sega. It was ne It was never up to sensible soccer anyway. No, sensible soccer is an all-time classic, isn't it? The graphics were so limited, but the gameplay was pretty good. Hey, man, he's just cracked me up here with this comment. That spin the world is what Wolves yeah, used to select their striker. <laughs> That's, he, has got a, he has got a fast sense of humour in him. It's interesting for us as fans if they do that. But Yeah, I mean, injuries are part and parcel of football. It can happen to anyone at any time. And each club has got to have five or six backup transfer targets for every position. And you've got to work your way through the list. So, obviously, Diego Costa's not their top um, transfer target going back to the start of the window. But if he can come in and do a job for us in the short term, great. And don't forget as well, I think he's um, two years younger than Martinho. He's 33. So, it's not like he's been wheeled out of retirement, you know, with a walking stick. Hopefully. But he's still got something to give. I think he could. I think he could be quite a mate. And I'll tell you something: if you do a call to us as well, there's going to be a lot of media attention about it as well. Mick DeWolf says summer games, Commodore 64. I remember that one as well. Do you? No, but I think I might have had a Winter Olympics games and a game game called Super Frog as well on there. Super Frog, classic times, mate. Paul, thanks ever so much for coming back. Coming back on, mate. I look forward to look forward to the day with you for Liverpool at the weekend, pal. No doubt there'll be a good packed lunch as well if we've got anything to do with it. There always is, mate. There always is. You know, it's more than you can ever eat. So looking forward to it. Yeah, well, good to see you, and good to see everyone back in the comments as well, and. I'll probably go on the post-match video with you after the pool game. Yeah, that's part of your contract, Paul, that is, anyway. <laughs> yeah, if you get the buses in, then I might think about it. No problem at all, mate. I'll see you later, pal. I'll see you later, pal. Yeah, see you on Saturday. Cheers, Cheers everyone. Cheers, bye. See so that's Paul. It's so good uh, to have Paul back. I say he's been away for a little while, um, and he's back, and he will be going to Liverpool away at the weekend. Uh, always brilliant. So look out for Paul on the match vlog uh, for Liverpool with his dad uh, as well. And also we will we'll be doing uh, the instant reaction. If I can, if Manny's going, if I can grab him, I'll try and get him on as well <laughs> straight after the game if we can. Next up, we do have a special, really extra special guest. And the last time she tried to come on the show, we had all sorts of technical issues. But we've done a trial run today. Vicky Wright, hello. Oh, hi there. Can you see me? Can you hear me? Hello. Hi, Dave. How's everyone? It's so great to, to have you. I know that about when a month ago or three weeks ago, we tried to get you on and you were having all sorts of technical difficulties. So, I don't know. 
I was doing wrong. It probably was my fault. But um, this time it was a double. I just said, yes, here I am. And it's worked. So it's lovely to be here. It's quite exciting because it's live. Evening, Vicky. Yes. Hello. Oh, it it's is lovely. Live I'm all people. Um, if you guys let Vicky know where you're watching in the world as well. There's loads of people. Yeah. This is lovely. Hey. This is really exciting. Hey, hello. <laughs> hello. Don't ask me my favourite computer game, whatever you do. Oh, well, yeah, we'll do this. We'll we'll do the spin the wheel, Vicky. Oh, really? Oh, lovely. We'll, yeah, go on, do a spin the we'll, wheel. It's a random question generator, and there is a few couple of walls questions in the few, There's about four <laughs> or five walls questions, and the rest are just random things. So we'll okay. We'll, we'll just go with the flow and see what they are and everything. Yeah, give it a go. Um, did you get a chance to see the match the weekend or you watched the highlights or anything? I, I saw some of the highlights, but, yeah, no, I was working, so I, I didn't get to see it. But, wow, at last. It's hard work, isn't it, watching it? Just hoping you're on the edge of your seat and it's just not happening. Uh, so frustrating. So it was a euphoric, wasn't it, when we just got that, uh, just that one goal. And like, uh, like you said, when that final whistle went, that must have been a great moment, wasn't it? Oh, at last. It Were you there? It, it, it was, mate. It was really much. And we got people like watching all over the world. I uh, have someone here from Andal. I don't know where that is. Um, Andalusia. Wanted... Oh, my gosh. Where is that? Where um, is that? Is it Spain? Is it Spain, I Spain? think? Albury, Leeds. 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 All over the place. All West Bromwich. Oh, dear. Oh, West Brom. Um, How exciting. How exciting. Yeah, loads uh, of watching I mean, you in. My, the, the game Jones says he's got yeah. your dad's autograph. Oh, oh, how wonderful! How did you get that, Adrian? Did you get Adrian, that personally? How did you, from how him? Did you get it? Vicky well, wants to know. Did you get that personally from him? Were you? Did you get him to sign it when? Um, oh, no, California, it... California! Yeah. This, is, this is brilliant. Hi, guys. Joe David, says, oh, David, hi. hi, hi, Joe. Andy Johns Andy. is over in Amsterdam watching. Amsterdam. My first love was was from Amsterdam. I fell in love when I was seventeen with a beautiful Dutchman. Did he give you tulips from Amsterdam? Oh, I say, I'm not letting on. <laughs> he gave me quite a few things, actually, as I remember. <laughs> he was my first love. I remember. I can still say a Californiao. So I'm. You'll probably know, um, Andy, what that means. A Californiao. Yeah. My uh, name is Vicky. Oh, I see. I remembered it. I haven't spoken it for all those years. I love Amsterdam. Canada? Ontario and Canada. We've got Stourbridge. This is amazing. This is amazing, Dave. You've, you've created this, isn't it? It's lovely. And they watch every week. Do all these guys watch yeah, every week? Um, Fabulous. South Spain, Sevilla. Um, we've got Ireland. Ireland. And the so, champ is over in Finland. So they, they watch from all over the world. And obviously, that, that's the great part about it. There's a great community and everything. And, of course, you know, your dad is literally a Wolves legend. The first, uh, I believe, the first player to get 100 caps for England as well, yeah? He was the first man ever. In the, yeah, isn't that incredible? So nobody will ever do that. First man ever to get 100 caps. And and uh, the, the, the way I feel, the pride I, can, I feel about that, can you imagine... And uh, and as everybody knows that loves that loves the the walls, that statue outside the ground says it all, doesn't it? It takes my breath away every time I see it. It's and, a um, beautiful tribute, to be fair, as sensation, well. Sensation, isn't it? Sensation. I know I'm biased, but I, I can't see another one 
or in, in any part of the country that, that beats that that one because it's bronze as well so it goes with the colors and when the sun hits it oh and it's so like him as well it's so it like him. every time you come past that it must be quite emotional for you vicky oh i get goose pimples all the way up the arms and neck and and always have a tear always have a tear and then to see all the players touching the boots you know and just all these big um these big football fans and and uh it, it's just so moving you know there's that feeling of of that love for the club i said this morning i i was chatting to to um to, to uh, jason forrest and he he just said you know that that so what do you feel about the the, the players and, and the audience and the team and the, all the spirit i said it's just i think second to none the fans are second to none oh, every time that we've been there they they you know there's such a sense of of a family and and they all respect the history of the game and the history of the club and I just it's, it's, it's just a special club I don't know if it's just because I know it's it's part of me but I think in general because I know Bobby is a is a Tottenham supporter my my, my Bobby is a, is a Tottenham supporter but when he's been to the ground with me he says you know I've got to give it to you this there's something special about this there is something it's it's uh there's a magic about it don't you think there is. Well, I'll tell you what, Matt, Matt's just put a comment up on the screen. He says, Hi, Vicky. My dad knew your dad when he was in the RAF for a short while, and that's why I ended up supporting Wolves. He's in Wales. My dad went on to watch Wolves many times and turned him into a fan. How about that? Wow, isn't that? You see, I love to hear all these stories because it, it keeps dad's memory alive, and it, this is making my night. How about that? So you see, when I'm, I'm going to do my show in October, this is what I want. I want everybody to come and I want everybody to make a point of, of coming and talking to me because if they've got any stories about that their mum was in love with him or that they met they met him or touched his shoulder as he ran out with the ball or he or we stopped for an autograph or he visited my grandfather in hospital, I get all these stories all the time. And it's, it makes it it's so personal for me and it, it keeps his, his spirit alive and that, that's so special. So I've got to say, Vicky, you do as well because, like, you keep you know uh, Billy's spirit alive. You know, you know, uh -huh. obviously it's your dad and and everything like that. Which is why yeah. the event that you're putting on at the Prince of Wales Theatre is such a special event. And um, I, I mean, I'm going to be going. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to meeting you in person. You and Bobby there as well. And obviously, I'm going to do, a, do give it a little bit of coverage as well on a, on a vlog. Yeah. But I'm really, really looking forward to it. Do you want to just tell everyone a little bit more about uh, about it? And uh, Emma, if you could do us a favour as well, if you could dig out the link to the uh, to the thing. Oh, well, that would be brilliant. We can put it up on the screen for everyone, and with, as you explain a little bit more about the show itself and how it, the idea came. I will. I will. Well, it, basically, my daughter. So I've got a daughter who's Billy's first granddaughter, Kelly. And um, she was born and dad well, got to see her um, for six months. So, but in that six months, they just formed um, the most wonderful bond. Um, dad spoke to her, you know, dad, he was the most gentle, uh, he was gentle, a giant on the, on the field, but just a gentle soul. And he had this beautiful way with him and he connected with Kelly. And I have to say, I think her, probably I have to admit that her first smile was, was to him, her first proper grin was he leant over and he said, okay, Jane, okay, Jane. That's because her name's Kelly Joy. 
So KJ, he called her, and she was transfixed. So they had a special bond, and it was tragic that he only he only had her for six months, and then we lost him. But um, it was it was you know at least he saw her, and he was so proud. So when she was going to be twenty five, three years ago. I was thinking, what can I get her as a special little gift? And I just thought, you know, it would be wonderful to just get a few um, clips and do a brief synopsis of what her granddad achieved in his life. Because it, it's extraordinary from a little guy from, from Ironbridge in, in Shropshire, you know, that he, he, he became what he was and what he achieved in life. So I started to make a few inquiries and talk to people about it and get a little sort of idea of, of, of this wonderful thing. I'm going to put some home movies and what he was like as a, as a oh, father got her as well. It's going to be some home movies on the screen and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Oh, it's it's an, it's a full lot. It's, it's such a, anyway. So I, I I started to do this. I'm probably about two weeks into it. I just had this sort of light bulb moment where I thought, do you know what? This is this is too incredible. This story to to be just for, for, for Kelly. I need to do this on a big scale because there were so many things that that actually weren't out there in the public. You know, he broke his ankle when he was 17. I don't know how many people knew that. And he was told he'd never play again. He went in for a bad tackle and he was out. And they said, there's only one thing we can do. It's a very new procedure. You put a metal pin through the bone and everyone's like, oh. and the, the Major Buckley, Major Frank Buckley said, after an injury like this, Sonny, he said that nobody will recover from an, uh, an injury like this. But his dad said, well, if I've got a chance, I'll do it. So he had the operation and worked twice as hard to, to get it back. So the little stories like that that nobody knows, I include. And what it was like when he came home from those matches, when he when he won the, the – how he met my mom as well, who was Joy Beverly, you know, Beverly sisters. Their little magical romance and the funny stories behind the scenes of that, special footage of all that. So – and I've also included, because my brother is – um. A sports journalist so I didn't I wanted also to make it quite factual because you know what I mean I, I wanted to be able to say and they won this they won that and so that, that the facts are right as well for all the ardent football supporters so it's got that but it's got the humor and it's got music as well and uh, and I've, as I say I've got uh, Bobby Davro is going to be hosting it so it's going to be he's going to cause all kinds of mischief as he does and, <laughs> As he does. And there's a question and answer so that everyone can join in with their questions. So it's a very personal. And I, anyway, so I, I put my heart and soul into, into doing this. And I've got quotes from like Sandy Matthews and Bobby Robson and, and, you know, all the greats, Beckham. And, and, and I've made it like into a film at the end where all the, you can see the quotes. It's, it's real. I'm so proud of it. I'm so proud of it. And I launched it at Molyneux three years ago because I thought, yeah. where's better to do it? It's the yeah. only place to do it, really. So I did it there thinking, well, who's going to really buy a ticket for that, to, to come to see me, really? You know, I, I was so terrified about it. And it held about 250. And it was sold out. I mean, sold out. Now, of course, it was because of Dad, they're coming. But at the end, when they all stood up and were cheering, I thought, well, that's down to me as well. So it was one of the best nights in my life. And, of course, I did it. And it was like, well, where are we going to go with it now? Because having seen all these lovely people all over the world, there are different wars groups that are abroad and live abroad and all get together. To, so I could go to anywhere to, to really take this story. And um, I was about to sort of launch it. I was going to go to Mijas in, in Spain. And then we all got hit with Mr. Um, COVID-19. So it put an end to us all doing anything, really, didn't it? And that was three years ago. So... This is the relaunch of it, really, and we're doing it at the bigger venue this time. Are you excited time. about it? 
I'm terrified, <laughs> but I am excited as well. You I'm can excited. Tell you're excited. Well, yeah. just get on to that and tell everyone in a second how we can uh, how they can get involved. As I um, thank you. Put the link up. Cliff Thornton has uh, another one here. Said his uh, his grandmother Emily Wright was your dad's cousin. Oh. She was also from Ironbridge. You're kidding! Your grandmother is she still alive, Clint? Emily Wright. That's so weird. My sister's daughter is called Emily. Isn't that strange? Emily Wright. Yeah, that's my okay. sister's daughter's name. And um, the link, I'm going to try and scroll back to find it. Here's the link here. Emma's put it in the comments. Oh, that's right. it. That's it. Well done. Uh, that's the link. And uh, you, how many um, How many? How many does he hold, the Prince of Wales? It holds, I, I think it's 420. I think it's 420. And, and, and already, how many, how many I think we're halfway. I think we're halfway, which is astonishing because I haven't really. I put a couple of Twitter um, posts up about it, but I haven't really pushed it. You know, I haven't gone to. I'm going to do a Midlands today, You've hopefully. Done about two hundred and something. Yeah, but done about two hundred and fifty, I think. That's what. So that's only halfway. That's right. So you've only got there's only about one hundred and fifty places left. So guys, listen. Uh, you need to get onto the Vicky Wright story. You can go onto the uh, onto the Prince of Wales. Um, box office, and you can check it out there. And obviously, Emma's put this link up in the uh, in the chat, which is the uh... also Dave. Also Dave, um, if you go to my Twitter page, which is Vicky Wright, and it's um, Vicky Wright at Vicky Wright five four five nine five four five nine. So that's that's my my birth year, unfortunately. But um, I can't I can't lie about it because it's in. If you go back in history, you can see. <laughs> Well, it happened because it was in the papers. So it's the fifth of April, nineteen fifty-nine. But it's so that's my um, Vicky Wright at Vicky Wright five four five nine. And there's a link on that. If you look at my post, you can go straight to the box office. Clint's answered to you to your question. He says Vicky. She sadly passed away in nineteen eighty-six. Oh. But uh, oh. it's still nice to know that, isn't it? So special, you know. And everybody—that's what I mean. Everybody has a story or a link. And it's the it's the history and the my grandmother, my mother. Yeah, there are so many wonderful stories. It and it um and we should celebrate, shouldn't we? The, the the history and the special people that have made the club so great over the years. I think. And Vicky, are you ready to know who the winner is of the competition? Yes. How are we going to do it? Uh, well, I'm just going to announce it now. We've done the draw earlier, and oh, did, actually, okay. the winner is someone called is Kate Walker. And it, uh, she's on Twitter, and it's Kate W A L eight four. She's got loads of number after her name as well. What we'll do is we'll put a thing out on Twitter later. It was on the, off the Twitter side, and then she oh. can get in touch. And then I will put her in touch with you to organise the uh, the uh, the VIP. Oh, fabulous! Page. Well done, Kate. Thank you. Thank you so much for entering. And if you come along, um, we'll put your name on, and you can come round and, and see us beforehand. And there's like a, a little glass of bubbly, and I've got some books that I can sign of Down to Life story, and it'll be it'll be a lovely little uh, uh, pre thing to the, before the show. That's going to be fantastic. We'll make sure we'll put uh, that out after the show uh, later, and then we'll, we'll obviously get in touch and we'll put her in touch with you to organise that. Now, Lovely. Vicky, before you go, you do know it's spin the wheel, right? Are you ready for this? Go on. This is a, this is a new thing, which I hopefully oh, people are, are enjoying. So I'm going to 
going to try it's and good find fun. It. I love it. But I hope I, I hope I don't let myself down here. It's a oh, good you question. won't let yourself down. Are you ready for the? Uh, can you see the wheel? I hope it's about. I hope it's about Disney movies or something. Go on. Ask, if it's not, we'll put that one on anyway. But we'll ask <laughs> you about. We'll ask you your favourite Disney movie anyway, as it's what you want to do. You ready for Music the spin? From, uh, come on, spin it. Here we go. I love it. Oh no, what's it say? Oh, it says, <laughs> "Who was your first ever crush?" That's a really good one. Would yeah, you know I, don't, I don't know how many of you um, remember this program. It was a pro program called Alias Smith and Jones. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I they were a comedy had... duo, weren't they? No, 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 no. That was before. No, I'm sorry, Dave. I'm sorry. It was a long way before that. No, it was called Alias Smith and Jones, and it was two American cowboys, and they were back. They were robbers. And they were offered amnesty, and um, and a da 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 da, da. and it's yeah. I adored this program. There were two actors that played it, and one of the guys was called Pete Jewell, and he was so charismatic and this beautiful smile and cheeky. And I was only thirteen, I suppose thirteen, fourteen, but it was the first time I thought hmm. <laughs> something something strange is happening there when I look at him. I had a picture on my desk of Pete Duell. Uh, that was my first crush. And, then, oh. and, and uh, yeah, he, but he, had, he was a very sort of depressed soul. And I think he shot himself. He committed suicide. Oh, um, yeah, he was terribly mixed up, you know. And, and I remember hearing that news and I was just devastated. So who was yours, Dave? Oh, goodness me. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Who's, who's mine? Absolutely, <laughs> hell. I wasn't expecting oh, sorry, it to come back Patrick. at me. That's naughty. Isn't oh, it? there you go. Patrick remembers Angus Smith and Jones. Well done, Patrick, being as old know, as me. Do you know what? I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> Someone. Um, Pamela Anderson. I, I do. I do think Scarlett Johansson's a fine woman, though. A fine woman. I like the way you say that. A fine Scarlett woman. Hansen. I think she's uh, okay. very, very beautiful. And uh, yeah. I think a lot of guys would probably agree with me. I, and I've liked her for a very, <laughs> very long time. Well, my first crush, um, I, I should have flanned this out, shouldn't I? <laughs> you, <laughs> you see, you sorry, be... didn't know. <laughs> I've got you there. Who else is on? Patrick. Oh, that's lovely. So you see, Patrick remembers Amy Smith and Joan. Yeah, Emma's and they never... I remember her telling me this, and some TV person, and she went, and she's going, what? But I can't remember <laughs> who it was. I'll, have to, uh, I'll go with Scarlett Hansen for now. If it comes yeah. to me later on in the show, I'll, uh, I'll announce it, and then I'll message you on WhatsApp later. Please do. I won't sleep unless you do. <laughs> that was very, very naughty of you, putting that back on me <laughs> like that, but very good. I'm impressed. Okay. Anyway, right, listen, before you go... You did talk about Disney movies, so I'm taking you're a big fan of Disney movies. Oh, I, I'm just such a soppy a romantic fool, as was Dad. He was the biggest soppiest. He'd cry, he'd sit and watch Snow White with me, and he'd cry when the prince comes for Snow White at the end. Me and Dad, we, we'd be, be crying like a baby, holding, and the prince would sing, one love I have but one love, and Dad would be going... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, go on. Disney, we've I've Kelly, my little Kelly, she loves Snow White, Peter Pan, Sleeping Beauty, Mary Poppins. I mean, oh, wonderful, wonderful. 
And uh, I, I child mind a little girl um, that was a neighbor and uh, she's just turned four and um, starting big school, but she comes to me and, and there's all this sort of super sort of children's programs now that I don't really get. And I'm now showing her all the old fashioned ones and she's adoring them all, you know? They don't make them like they used to, I don't think. They don't, well, SN, as has just said that Vicky is your is crush now. Oh, I love <laughs> you, SN. What's well, a bit of a mysterious name? Thank you for that, <laughs> SN. You've, you've got such energy and you've got such a bubbly personality, and it's so wonderful. Uh, oh, your energy you. and your personality. I'm so looking forward to the show um, over at the Printer Wild and meeting you and Bobby as well. I'm going to be fantastic. It's going to be such a great event. And I really hope um, that it's a, it gets it's a sellout for you. And obviously, we'll yeah. push it on our Thank socials. And of course, um, if what we'll also do for you as well on the Always Wolves website, we'll, we've got like a little advert section. We'll put the link on the website for you as well, so people that you know, we've got a, a website with blogs and writers and stuff. Oh, so fabulous! People can go on fabulous. There and then there's yeah, any- as well for you. Fabulous. And if anybody wants to direct message me on Twitter, you know, I'm happy to, to read and, and answer messages if you, you know, if you want me to call somebody that can't come to the show, if you've got an elderly grandmother or grandfather, I'm happy to, to give them a call and just, just say hello from me. So remember dad, it's, you know what I mean? I just think dad was such a generous spirit and had so much love to give. He's left that with, with us, you know, and I think it's, it's important. Oh, lovely. Who's that Patrick? Thank you, Patrick. Vicky is a, blood, a breath of fresh air. Really cheered you up. Vicky, thank you so much for coming on. I'm glad we made it in the end. And I hope you'll come on again because, like, you, you will. We'll talk, we can talk about the uh, how it's gone after the event on one of the extra times. I'd love to. Come on and talk about how, how it went and the evening. And yeah, it. I look forward to that. All right. Lovely to speak to you all then. Fantastic. Take care, Vicky. You too. Love to you and to, Bye. to Bobby. Bye. How lovely was that? How lovely is Vicky? Such a lo- lovely, lovely person. And as I say, make sure you check out the uh, the Billy Wright story. It's at the Prince of Wales Theatre in October. It's going to be a lovely night. I'm going to be going as well uh, with Emma. And there's been lots of other Wolves fans there. So it'll be a, a real fantastic evening uh, to enjoy the nostalgia of uh, listening to Bic- uh, to Billy's live story and lots of stuff that you won't have heard and seen. And uh, it's going to be a fantastic night. And I say there's uh, already over half sold out. And congratulations to Kate, who has won the prize. Next up, we have another fantastic guest, of course. It's Manny. <laughs> How you doing, mate? How you doing, man? You okay, Dave? Yeah, I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, uh, brilliant listening to Vicky there, you know. Just want to say before, obviously, I do my bit... Um, I went to um, the Billy Wright uh, story three years ago at Molyneux and uh, she did the, a similar show there uh, with her partner, Bobby Davro, and it was absolutely amazing. There was um, uh, some real sort of heart-wrenching stories about Billy's life and how he was and um, what a real down to her, you know, this guy won 100 caps. You wouldn't expect a hundred cap footballer in this day and age to be anything like Billy was. It was a, a different way of life back then for the footballers. You know, um, they weren't on mega money like the, the players are 
these days. And it was just a, a wonderful weekend, uh, sorry, wonderful night listening um, to the story. So if anybody's got the 20th of um, uh, October off, you know, get down there and um, uh, sell that place out. And she deserves a full house and it's full of energy. And it's just history of our club, which is the most important thing, isn't it? It, it stands on that history. And um, uh, so brilliant. What a wonderful that person you... she is as well, Manny. She's so yeah, so bubbly. Of... She's so she's so down to earth, so bubbly. Interacts with people of all different levels. You know, she's not. Um, you, people think you know the daughter of a hundred cap footballer would be unapproachable or live in a different world, but they don't. They live in the same world as us. And and she's a wonderful, wonderful person. And she she spreads the uh, you know the story and keeps the memories of her dad alive so we 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 can haven't you learn. got a piece of billy wright memorabilia yeah man i have i have shall i get it for you yeah let's let's see it let's see because <laughs> okay. i know we, we just talked about this didn't we yeah and, just uh, one second Manny came across this thing so i'll just keep talking i'll read out the things guys um you know let me know like if you found the link and stuff like that as well and uh, you, uh, if you want to get uh, vicky on again as well in the future she's going to promise to come on um after thinking so here's manny back already here we go yeah so um yeah um somebody there's a story about billy wright um that uh vicky tells in in the experience and um uh, i don't want to spoil it but billy wright was a very generous person so he used to give a lot of this stuff away he would give his england caps away and it is one where he gave his england cap to the milkman <laughs> at the doorstep you know and that's the kind of person he was so billy wright gave something to one of his friends who then moved away from wolverhampton went up north to live and um in this thing has been in the family for many um years and uh, the son of this person who'd passed away now um contacted me and said would you like it and maybe you can raise some funds one day so what i've got here as you can see ronson so it's a Ronson box and it says yeah. world's, world's greatest lighter. And if I open it, I should be wearing gloves for this, to be honest. Um, what it is, is a, a Ronson lighter. And if you look, it's engraved. W.A. Oh, yeah. Wright, Wembley, oh, yeah. 1949. And that was the first ever FA Cup final. Um, that The first ever trophy, Billy Wright won. And all the players were presented with these ronson lighters engraved with their names and the date of the of the fa cup final um and that was presented to billy and billy right gave that away now it's ended up with me i feel you know almost feel you know not honored to have it to be honest and but one day we will auction that off and we will try and raise as much money as possible for dementia uk for good causes so um uh, I'm very privileged to have that, you know, with me. It's the only how real. Did it, how did it come into your possession? So, the, the, like I said, the, the person who Billy Wright gave it to, he um, moved up north somewhere and then he handed it down his family. And somebody contacted me on Twitter and said, I'm the son of so and so. I've got this and I want you to have it and just sent it through the post. And I've never, you know, I've got the, the tweets off him. And I've never seen him on Twitter since. He wasn't even a, a full profile and he just sent it in the post to me. He goes, I just want you to have it. And because I know you'll put it to good use. And um, 
I've, I've actually contacted the museum at Wolves and said, do you want it? And would you like to donate to Dementia UK? And they didn't, weren't interested, the museum, Wolves Museum. Just weren't you'd interested. think they'd want that, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd think they would. You know, I did, you know, and hopefully it will go to somebody who can look after it and treasure it and, and you know, show it off to the, the public as well. So, yeah, that's the... Yeah, I've I've spoken to Vicky as well. I've spoken to Vicky about it, and Vicky knows that I've got it, and she's happy, obviously, that we're going to raise funds with it. So you know, if they, I think if Vicky, Vicky wants to donate, or Bobby Davro wants to give me half of his life savings towards Dementia UK, he can he can have it. You know, no, but it's um uh, hopefully you know one day, um, to, it's worth far more than two hundred pounds, Robert Fletcher. Thank you very much. <laughs> No. Anyway, so that's you know, get yourself down and go and um, uh, uh, listen to the story and listen to the history of Wolverhampton um, uh, Wanderers and Billy Wright. So fantastic! Can everyone just confirm there's no reverb because I think it might. Yeah, it's down to yeah, Paul. Then I don't think it's been uh, reverbing back. It's okay, it's no, Dave. Uh, Manny, let's uh, let's get back. You've 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 now managed to get the whole clan back together after yeah. their travels and stuff like yeah. that. And I think you're all at the game at the weekend. Yeah, yeah, um, we went to the Costa for the first time this season together. Oh, there you go. <laughs> another, oh, another, all these little lucky omens that people. You know do, what? You haven't been able to do it, have you? I was going to say, we always have this superstition. We go to the same Costa on Dudley Street. We always sit downstairs as well. And we've got this, like, you know, ritual of um, uh, sort of ordering these drinks. And we haven't done it this season, so it was the first time, and we won. And Costa is actually apt, isn't it, for tonight? <laughs> With Diego Costa, so it's quite an apt thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you'll have to have um, plenty of Costas before then, if that comes. Yeah. Um, What's your take on it, Manny? We'll get into the game, but obviously, Sasha's. Yeah. We don't know how. First of all, you know, there's people are asking questions, and they're quite right to ask questions because Sasha Kalajic didn't have the best injury record, but he had got himself fit and he scored goals in the uh, the Bundesliga. But you know, that was always in the back of the mind: does he break down? Does he have injuries? You know, and um, to be honest, all of us were quite emotional because our striker was misfiring and we probably wanted him to start. But it was still a surprise to see him start. So we can all shout and sing and say, yes, yeah, start him, start him, start him. But actually to take the decision to play him when he hadn't yet trained with anybody, really. They'd only done recovery sessions after the Bournemouth game. Uh, and he'd only just got into this country and he's playing premiership football. This is like, you know, the highest level, the toughest league in the world. Um, it was a brave decision and lo and behold, you know, he went down and when he grabbed his knee and and we didn't really know what was going on, then he carries on. And the that's the strange thing for me. Anybody who's ever had an ACL before never gets up and carries on. They're straight yeah. off, they're on a stretcher. Yeah. So for him to carry on, you wonder, did he do more harm by carrying on? Who made that decision? So we've got to, you know, ask a few questions and I'm sure the owners and the hierarchy at Wolves will be asking questions to say, you know, okay, what did we know? Why did he not come off? Why did he carry on playing? What was his injury? You know, what was the medicals? What what did we see and what we did, did, didn't we see? Anyone can have an ACL and it's very it's a huge, desperate, you know, bad luck for him. 
coming to a new country, a new football club, playing in a, a dream league, uh, a big move, and then and then you know literally hardly touch the ball, just getting into the game, and and he breaks down. So it's it's cruel luck on us. I mean, are the various levels of? I mean, you might know this, or someone might yeah. have an ACL injury, because that's the yeah. thing. I think you hit the the button, the nail on the head there, because. He walked. It wasn't like he stretched off. He yeah, walked off yeah. the pitch. So it's maybe not like, you know. ACL, I, to me, it's like stretching. Maybe off. you know what? If you look at Bruno, was asked the question about Raul and Sasa, and he expected them both to be fit for, for Liverpool. Yeah, uh, that was his initial thoughts. Now, if somebody knows that someone's done their knee in, they don't say that. They would say, "We'll have to have a scan and see what the, and we'll let you know." That's what they normally say. So it's almost like has something else happened? Has he slipped in the shower? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, it's because That's why did he play before, on? Isn't it? Well, it has. You know, why did he? Why did he play on? Why did he play on? Why did it take till half time? And what did they see at half time? These questions have to be asked. We've just spent fifteen million quid. I'd ask these questions if I spent some fifteen quid on something. Let yeah. alone fifteen million. You know. So, um, yeah. It's happened though. It's gone. It's happened. We can't change it, and now we've got to try and cope. Um, when I look at the forward options, you know, Guedes can play there. He can. Um, uh, Raúl can play there. Scored one goal. Possibly should have had three or four this season, even though he's not been firing on all cylinders. You know, we know Juan can play in the middle as well. He can. He can stretch the back line. He did that very yeah, well. To be honest, when he when he came on, when Juan came on. He did a real good job because he went up top and he chased and hurried and he didn't let Southampton play. Because if if you stand back and let Southampton play, they would have built up pressure. In the last five minutes, we actually managed the game really, really well, you know, um, and um, uh, he he was part of that. So we've got him, obviously. Adama maybe could, you know, play periods down the middle. Obviously, Chem Campbell. So there are options there. They are limited. They're not that experienced and they're not perfect. And the other one has come up now um, is um, Diego Costa. Now, people are probably saying, oh, what? I, you know? I saw your tweet or Emma mentioned your tweet because yeah. you, you are quite a funny chap at times and Go you on. come out with some <laughs> quite a thing. In an alternate reality or something, Emma said, have you seen Manny's cheek? Because she was laughing. Yeah, I said, in another, world, you know, in another world, world, in another world, Wolf striker. Diego Costa will be coming up against Virgil van Dijk for Liverpool on Friday, on Saturday. But you know what? If you think about it, he last played on the 7th of January uh, for a, a team in Brazil. He had nine starts, scored four goals and wow. an assist. Yeah. So he, it wasn't though he wasn't, but it wasn't the highest level of football. So if when it's not the highest level of football, you're not really going to play to a high level either. Diego Costa, when he was at Chelsea, was always a bit of a big game player. He would come alive when he had a bit of a challenge. And we know he's got a bit of a nasty streak to him. We know he's a bit of a bully, but that's his game. And we've probably lacked that type of character. Do you know what? Emma team. was saying that. He says, is it going you know, it, to, maybe it's the, something that we're yeah, missing? Is yeah. that little bit but of, you know. Hugely. You know, he, we don't know what's happened between January and now. He might have had. 10 all-inclusive holidays and put on lots of weight, you know. But Wolves wouldn't have been inviting him on Tuesday for fitness and assessment. They would have known some sort of 
you know, is he fit? Is he still playing? What's he like? They would have had to have some information before inviting him over. They're not just going to invite him over. So maybe he's in some sort of condition. I wouldn't say he would be in prime Premier League condition, but if he's there and if he comes and if he, we can work with him for two or three weeks and he gives us another option, then it's a bit of a no-brainer, you know. And I've seen a picture of him when in, in his last game that he played and he looks in shape, he looks trim, you know, and he looks fit and I'm pretty sure he's got a, a fit lifestyle. So, you know, but then again, somebody said, don't think our medical team are the right, you know, people will say, people will say, well, Sasha Kalajic passed a medical test, Costa will have no problem, <laughs> you know, and, and they'll take, and that is a bit of, you know, Let's put that to one side. That's happened. I just think if he's fit in any way, shape, or form, if he, even if he can get fit within the next two or three, four weeks, that's better than having no options till January. And the, the free agent market is very limited. So definitely let's get him in. And also, a lot of people are talking about boo, the booze. Huang, if Huang comes on, support him. We're a bit limited there, so we need to get behind our strikers. So if Wuhan comes on to play up top, um, because we need him, get behind him because mentally that's going to give him a huge, huge lift if there's an opposite reaction. And thankfully, the fans did sing his name after those boos. Yeah, because... uh, um, there was, it was only a section of the people. I mean, whether or not okay, he's, he's, it was audible. It was it was audible enough in a big crowd, and that's wrong. You know, and but the, the rest of the Wolves yeah. fans responded by singing his name, and he yeah. actually put a comment on his uh, on his Instagram. Maybe he loved he? it, yeah. He loved it. Then he loved that singing, but he heard those boos as well, hundred percent, because that's why he's responded with that comment. You know, he he knows what's going on. He, you know, when when fans are having uh, a go at players, do you think these players are totally immune? They're never immune. They can hear it and they can see it, and people will say. Yes, but they're paid lots of money. No one really um, has the ability to cope with personal abuse just because you're paid lots of money. It still hurts you. So um, he would have had to cope with that and then carry on. So as he's coming on, as he's warming up in a match we're winning and he strides out and there's, even though it's a small section of booze, just imagine... You know, forget, forget, forget Huang. Just imagine what Ruben Neves is thinking as captain. Just what, imagine what Matias Nunes is thinking. Just imagine what the players who are going off it are thinking. It's a detrimental effect, you know, negative effect on the whole team, not just um, that single player. So really think about it when you think about, criticise players, obviously. Have your say on Twitter and whatever, you know, and if you're not happy with so-and-so get selected, everybody's got their right, they pay their money, but don't boo a player when he strides onto the pitch. No, I mean, I, I, you know, you get boos at the end of a game and stuff like that, which yeah. is, that's the, okay, Fantastic. they played terrible, you, that's okay. But, an but you, you, even player, that, even, the pitch, yeah. You should never yeah. boo them. You, you've got to give them the encouragement. If they have an absolute nightmare or whatever, but like, it, straight away, he's going to be scared to touch the ball. Manny, you know, um, the, yeah, go on. On to the actual game itself, and the yeah, the day. game itself, you know, wonderful. Um, again, probably similar pattern to Fulham, similar pattern to Newcastle, similar pattern to Leeds. Probably every game, 
very similar pattern. I wasn't happy with the lineup. I was a little bit devastated again that we played three in midfield. I think we're good enough with Nunes and Neves to play two in midfield and play an extra attacker, especially against the likes of Leeds, Bournemouth, you know, Southampton. No disrespect to these teams. These are the teams we should be looking to beat. And so he went three again, um, but we kept it tight. We didn't really give Southampton too many chances. The defence was really, really good. We struggled again to really create until that moment. Brilliant pass. And Nunes is Matthias, if that's what he wants to be called. Matthias, his ball to Pedence was perfect, oh. inch perfect. And the guy's a master. You know, Matthias He's is... fantastic. Man, honestly, I was just... It's, it's mouth-watering just watching him. Neves is a great player. He's this so Mateus, calm on the ball when he's got it, even in so tough situations how he kicks the ball. He's so strong. He's so, so strong. And he, I've never, I don't think any of our midfielders have made as many runs as he has in six matches in a whole season, you know, yeah. into the box. He's always going into the box. He's always been the second man. He was going down the wing and delivering crosses. He was battling back. He's like the all-action midfielder and he's only just arrived and I think he'll get better and better so it was just a vintage performance from him um yes we suffered we didn't get the second goal which was important we had a lot of semi-openings where the final ball wasn't good enough and um uh, you know and, th- and there's a comparison you look at someone like Pedro Neto if Huang had put some of the crosses Neto had put in yeah out of play he would have got derision from the crowd so just be, you know, careful when you um, aim your um, uh, frustrations and how you aim them. Um, uh, but yeah, I was happy with the game. It was strong. We, they did hit the bar, and we we got away with one where, you know, the header. How did he know, not that, put that in, man? Yeah, that was a, that was a nightmare miss for them. We did. It was a certain always, goal, wasn't it? Southampton in the last two games, remember they played really well well against Manchester United, who are absolutely flying right now. And they beat Chelsea. So they, they were in good form, Southampton. They, they aren't a bad side. And Che Adams, you know, has got the ability to give defenders the run around. But, you know, Nathan Collins and Max Kilman, they pocketed uh, Mitrovic, the only t- the team that he's probably failed to score against. They pocketed Che Adams, mostly. And um, they, they've done they that. Harland? Well, the thing is, if you think about it, Tyrone Mings pocketed Haaland for 89 minutes. For one moment, Haaland scores, and everybody said Tyrone Mings had the best game he's ever had against him. So if Tyrone Mings can defend against him, then maybe we can. You know, we shouldn't ever fear anybody, really, because before the game I'm looking off, forward to it, actually. I'm looking forward to seeing how Collins and Kilman yeah. cope yeah. With, uh, with, with, with him. Remember, so, you know, Collins, Collins and Kilman, we sometimes forget. You know, Collins is 21. He's like the oldest looking 21 year old I've ever seen. He's like, he's like a young Billy Wright, actually, isn't he? he? Is, man, he's he the is. there and everything. That, that, the clearance, the clearance at just before half time after they'd scored was unbelievable how he got that ball away. And him and, um, you know, him and Kilman are just fantastic. They are the best defence in the country. After six games, they're the best defence in the toughest league in the world. That's some record that they've started off on. And obviously, with Liverpool and Man City, you're not going to get much harder games than the next two. 
But you know, Everton and Villa have got points off those two, so we can set up a, in a way to try and get something. So don't, I wouldn't um, uh, rule ourselves out. You know, it's nil nil before we kick off. Um, what's your uh, yeah? What's your uh, moment of the day? And your moment of the day, um, I would say. I'm going to leave it on the pitch. I was going to do something off the pitch, but on the pitch was Johnny's run from right back into the midfield, past a couple of players, and then chipping that ball, Ruben Neves against Watford style, and just oh. going past the post. I heard a lot of criticism. He actually shaved the outside of the post. Yeah, I I it looks as if it clips the outside. Almost does. But what Johnny got a bit of stick. A little bit saying, Oh, he doesn't do enough, he's had bad games. Johnny is just six and seven out of ten every single week without fail. He's Mr. Dependable. He took that game by the scruff of its neck. Him and Matthias ran the show, they came forward, they kept the ball. There was a you know, they really rallied the troops. And you know, if you look at the picture of Pedence celebrating doing his celebration when he scores. Guess who's in the box behind him? Johnny. So Sasser's on the goal line and the other person in the box is Johnny. He's made a run from right back to be in the box, you know. The guy was absolutely class. So at that moment, you know, if that had gone in, you know, that was a magical moment that would have been. And well, oh, that would have been some would have goal. Been it would have been another yeah. another worldly. Your player yeah. is it, is he your player of the bats then? No, I'm gonna give it to Matthias because Johnny had a brilliant game, and, and yeah, I think most people would go for him. But I'm going to go for Matthias. He's just an all-action midfielder. Uh, Neves and Matinho, we sort of know what we're going to get with them. They're going to sit in front of the back four. They're going to spread the balls about, play them simple. They're going to start off play. Matthias is the one that drives forward. His engine is incredible. Literally, since we've signed him, he's played every minute. Bruno hasn't ever thought of resting him, taking him off. You know, he's played every single minute and he looks so fresh. And, and there was one moment where he, he did a one-two and went down the right wing and crossed the ball. And it was a brilliant cross and we probably should have scored. And you think there's nothing this guy can't do and he's going to get better. So I was really excited to see him. Absolutely. Your performance rating? Performance, I'll give it seven out of ten. It's a win. It's not. It wasn't perfect. There was lots of moments where we were holding on and we got away with a few lucky moments, and we didn't deliver a good enough final ball. But um, uh, you know, it's a win, and we haven't won since April, so we've got to celebrate that. So we've moved up the table a little bit, and don't you rule ourselves out in the next four matches? You know, Chelsea are struggling a little bit. West Ham aren't, aren't brilliant. Liverpool ain't as fluent as you know. Liverpool, uh, uh, after, we went for a pizza after um, Dave, and uh, we met some Liverpool fans there. And I they know said, the yeah, the Mister Singh guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I miss, yeah, I met, met the owner. Of, the owners are all Liverpool fans, and they said we need your midfield. They were saying to me, you know, Liverpool fans are saying to Wolves fans, we need your midfield. So these teams, they you know, they're not unbeatable. Yes, on their day, they can pretty much hammer anybody if they all click. But we can play our game as well, and we can threaten, and we got a very good defence. And um, uh, you know, let's let's see what happens. Matt, absolutely can't wait for uh, for the weekend. You're going, aren't you? Yeah, I'll be there with my boys. So the first away game that all three of us will be at. So we will definitely be there, and um, uh, 
you know. We'll know that. We'll catch up with you there. And as then well. who knows? You know, it might be, it might have Diogo Costa on the bench. <laughs> maybe. Can you imagine doing... in that alternate reality yeah. comes true? Yeah, maybe. Are you ready to spin the wheel? Yeah, I haven't done that yet. Have I? Go on. Here we go, mate. Can you see the wheel? Yeah, man, I can see it. Let's go. Let's go. How long is your beard? No, sorry. <laughs> oh, what's the worst oh and best God. song ever? The worst song ever. The worst song ever, ever, ever is the one we sing about Albion and the Sisters. <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't a big fan of that either. Neither I'm ever. telling you, that is the worst, most cringe song ever. West Bromwich Albion and nothing. They have absolutely nothing. We haven't played them for that long. Keep your West Bromwich Albion songs for when we do play them and absolutely hammer them. So that is a cringe song. I don't know who yeah. came up with that. So I'm not a very big musical fan, so I thought I'll go for with Chance. So, okay, that's uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, the best song ever, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I'm with you know with my fundraising and my um, all these challenges I do. I, I just anything that like you know the Rocky theme tune. I don't know if that's a song. Put that on my headphones when I'm like training. That gets me in the mood to like um, combat and and beat uh, beat. <laughs> When I used to play table tennis at quite a high level, I used to uh, get my headphones on to motivate me. I I used to have Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. There you go. That's the other one. That's the other one. And then there's the gold one, Spando Ballet. And then there's like, you know, those type of songs. I always like them. They're quite uplifting and motivating. So, you know, ABBA? uh, ABBA, yeah. ABBA are good, aren't they? I mean, classic. We're from a different era. So, yeah, we... We don't uh, really listen to it. song here. Manny, 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 doo-doo. <laughs> that's quite good, actually. If you were yeah. a Wolves player, that's what we'd be singing. <laughs> Manny, Manny, Manny. Would we? Yeah. That yeah. would work. Get him off the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just want to just remind everyone before you go, Samosa Saturday. Uh, yeah, the so, that. Oh, man. It's so busy at the moment um first of all we got a walk to chelsea so we've been planning that for the last few days and just trying to work out how we're going to do it so on october the 6th from six o'clock in the morning uh which was a thursday i'll be setting off from molyneux and the first day we'll be walking 54 miles to banbury all the way to banbury and then staying overnight for about six hours and then getting up in the morning and then doing another 48 miles down to Chesham, and then finally walking to Stamford Bridge on the Saturday. So 126 miles, equivalent to five marathons in two days. It's completely and utterly crazy, but let's have a go. Um, so that's the first thing. And then the week you later... Ain't, you, you ain't wrong when you say it's completely other clay. I still crazy, cannot man. believe you're doing it, but <laughs> oh, no, one no, man can, can, <laughs> can, but definitely, yeah, definitely. <laughs> You know, and I'll be there, there to capture you getting there, mate, as well. Yeah, hopefully. yeah, yeah. A lot of fans have contacted me and said, where will you be? So I'll be walking from Wolverhampton to Birmingham, then down to Solihull, through Leamington Spa, and then Banbury, and then Banbury, we walking all the way to Chesham, and then um, through Northwood and Wembley, um, down to Chelsea. Um, so it's going to be tough. October could be anything. It could be rain, it could be wind, it could be anything, so... Oh, there you go. Cousin lives in Cheshire. I'll, I'll go and stay at hers. 
<laughs> or his. <laughs> no, brilliant. So, um, uh, yeah, and then the week later, only one week later, with my stiff legs in my wheelchair, um, we'll be doing Samosa Saturday <laughs> um, again. Um, thank you very much, Andy, and, and your sponsorship is unreal. Manny, when you, when you uh, drop off, will you put the yeah. link in the chat? Oh, I will, there? mate. I'll put the link on. And um, your sponsorship and what you do, you Wolves fans, I did, yeah, I'm just going for a walk. You're the guys who don't Yeah, yeah, just going for a walk down to Chelsea. Just going for a walk down to Chelsea. You know, it's amazing. You keep digging in and you keep giving. It's um, madness. madness. It's completely madness, mate. I'm telling you right now, I had a, a donation the other day, $500. I don't know who from. And it was somebody in Canada, I think. And there was another donation, 250 quid again, from somebody in London. I don't know who it was. So... I, all I know, they were Wolves fans. So unbelievable, um, the donations. And then Samosa Saturday at the Forest game. Carl's just put it on there. Forest, just before the kickoff, um, Dave will be joining me. And you've seen Paul Mantle. He'll be joining me um, and a few others. And also the Wolves women's manager, um, Dan McNamara, and a few of the team will be I'll joining. Be there as well. And the guild, yeah, Dave will be there. And we'll serve you. And you know what? Even if you forget your wallet, it's not a problem. You can have a samosa. Just leave your car keys with me. Not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, fantastic. As always, an absolute pleasure. Uh, you've been asked how you can... Manny's going to drop the link in in a minute when he drops off the thing, so we'll put I that will. on the screen Cheers, as well. Thank fantastic. you, Dave. And we'll you know what? Then. Before I go, Dave, all best of health to your dad. I know he's been poorly and he's just come back home. So everybody, wish Dave... Dad, well, I'm sure he'll read the messages and he'll get a bit of a boost from from reading all your well wishes. He's, he had COVID and I know he's been in hospital, but he's out now. He's back home. Yeah. So get well soon, Magic Moss. Fantastic. Thanks. I really mean, it uh, really means a lot, mate. Thank you. Hopefully we can get no a game problem, and tennis in again this week as well. That'd be nice. Brilliant, the Dave. Keep up the good work, mate. All right. Catch you later, mate. Cheers. Bye -bye. Rob, don't forget to drop the link in the chat. We'll I will. I'll do end. it now. I'll do it now. Right, thanks ever so. So that's uh, so that's Manny. Uh, always talks uh, a lot of sense. He's going to put the uh, the link up on the uh, on the screen for you a minute. The one other thing I just want you guys to support us in whilst you've got um, before I get on to, on our next guest is this: the football content awards is taking place, um, and the nominations close would you believe, at midnight tonight. So uh, the link uh, is actually in the description. And there's a couple of categories that you can nominate Always Wolves Fan TV for. One is, uh, here you go, Best in Video, uh, Best Content Creator, Always Wolves Fan TV, the podcast that we do, which obviously this goes out on the podcast, Always Wolves Podcast. And then there's, I think there's another one knocking around. Uh, where are we? Du, 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 du. Best con club content creator, Premier League. If you can get on the uh, the link um, and vote for us, uh, hopefully we can get a nomination and then we'll see if we can take on any of the big boys. Uh, we've got nominated twice before, but we've never won. And uh, I'd love us to uh, Wolves to uh, to win one of these things. So uh, if you can, uh, please 
get onto the uh, onto that, and I'll uh, the link is in the description below, and I'll put it on in later on in the show as well. Thank that would be absolutely amazing. So um, next up, um, we have Chris. Hello, Chris. Hello, Dave. How are you doing? Uh, thank you for waiting uh, so patiently. I'm much appreciated. Uh, you're pacing so uh, patiently. So we've got Josh coming on in a minute as well. So um, that's going to be uh, good. Uh, you've got some comments. I've got you on, didn't we? Because you've got some comments uh, about it. And you said it was papering over the cracks. And I thought to myself, okay, Chris, we <laughs> like a bit of controversy. We like a little bit of debate. Explain what you mean. Um, I think the same problems are still there. I think, you know, if you, you discount the fact that we won, great, we won, we needed the win, we got the points. If you analyse it, the same problems are there. We we can't score, we can't we can't create chances. We 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 almost get there and not do it. So so that that hadn't changed. But the really worrying thing for me, which I, I can't I can't understand and rationalise, is is the substitutions. I'm I'm sitting there on on the 18 yard box in the steeple, and Southampton are a camping us in on on 60 minutes. They bring yeah. two sets of two players on. They completely freshen their attacking side um, formation up and and the midfield. And we've got Jan Martino struggling to keep up because he, he he's getting tired. And we we just don't seem to be able to inject freshness into the team. He's got he's got players there, you know. He brought he brought Wang on, he brought Adama on, and actually for the last six or seven minutes when he made them subs, it pushed the game back into Southampton's half, and we we kind of steadied up a little bit. But I just don't understand why he's not making subs early. He he, he said all summer it's going to be a squad game, he needs to have a bigger squad for subs, and <laughs> we don't put them on. I just don't. I just don't understand it. I was really pleased he brought Aitnori on. I'm his biggest critic. But he should be playing those games against those sides where we think we're going to be in the ascendancy and be attacking more. Great. Brought him on. And, and, you know, much better. He he was attacking. He's actually one of the few players we've got that will get the byline and get the ball over. And I I do wonder sometimes whether we should play him as a left winger and, and just see what he can do. But, I just feel, yeah, great, great result. Three points. Bit of a shame about the striker. I don't, I don't think some of the conspiracy things. We're gonna, we'll come on to that in a second. Just before we continue, just uh, everyone, as I say, Manny's been talking about his walk. Uh, uh, you know, I've got the t-shirt on here. It's crazy. It's mad. Uh, but that's the type of guy that he is. He likes a challenge, and uh, everyone seems to be uh, a step higher than the next one. So goodness knows where he'll come out next. But, you know, the link is there. I'll put it in the description. Uh, you can go on to justgiving.com, fundraising, and M. Kang. If you want to donate and support that, um, please do, because it's it's one a hell of a challenge, and he does, uh, obviously, a lot. And, um, you know, I was going to try and capture some of that footage on the vlog and hopefully get to be a part of the last bit. Uh, with him as well, but like it's one hell of a uh, of a of a, a challenge walking to Chelsea, 
Mm. Um, he'll probably be crawling the last mile, and uh, but but hopefully after all that, Wolves are going to go and beat Chelsea as well. So uh, yeah, get on to that, Chris. I get what you're saying about the subs, uh, mm. mate. Um, because I think it's been a general frustration. We've talked about it like that. He does tend to make subs uh, a late. I think he made some subs a bit earlier in this game, though, didn't he? Well, he, he had to take uh, Sasser off, didn't he? So that was the first one. Um, but yeah, I, I just it's something I'm. I think I'm. I'm noticing it and highlighting it a bit more. I think now. I just think. I just think we we seem to be dying on our feet at, at times. At you know the last twenty five thirty minutes. And I just think they've got to do something about it. I just think, you know, a better team might create the space and do something. You know, that, that, that that's why I said paper it over the cracks. Great result. I don't think it was all that different from, apart from scoring and winning, it was all that different from the other games. And I, and I don't want to come across too negative. I put on our, our Discord earlier on. If we'd have taken those three points against Newcastle and actually scored against Bournemouth, we'd have been fourth, fifth in the league now. So you've got to look at it slightly balanced, you know. And as Manny said, I think we probably got one of the best um, best centre half pairings in in the league. I, I, and I to be fair as well, you know what? They're young and they're only going to get better, aren't they? I mean, yeah. uh, you know, they are they are young and they're only going to get better. SN's just put on here a look about uh, over 100 grand range. That's, that's insane, isn't it? There's, uh, there's a chap down here uh, that keeps talking about uh, Leo Bonatini. It's like, I'm, I mean, I, you know, I, I guess he is on the book, but he's not registered, is he? I, I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are on Leo Bonatini. What's your thoughts I don't on quite know what happened with Bonatini. He was... He scored six in six. He broke a he, record or something, didn't he? He, he was point. mustard, and then he just... Well, to the way, just disappeared, didn't he? Go off to grasshoppers and God knows where, and 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 I just don't know what what happened with him. I mean, he looked like a fantastic striker early on when he was putting those goals in, um, and nothing really. I mean, he didn't have a wang moment. Um, there's no nobody getting on his back. There were no boo boys, no confidence things. It just stopped, and um, yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I just don't think the answer is Bonatini. I'm quite happy with Costa. You about Diego Costa? Yeah, I, I can't wait. Well, I've been waiting for him to sign for Wolves for five years. So I'm, You'll I'm be excited happy. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we Look, we need somebody that will take the fight to other teams. We haven't got anybody. We haven't got anybody that will stand up against something that's going on, which he will. Somebody that will dig the centre-half in the ribs. or <laughs> we, we, we need... We need that side of our game. We're, we're we're too nice. That's our problem. Well, Emma said this before. Uh, sometimes maybe we need a little bit of nastiness in there. Yeah. What was your moment of the day, mate? Your uh, your player of the day, uh, man of the match, and your performance rating. And then we're going to get you on to spin the wheel. Um, first first thing I know, I because I, I know you went. I was a heavy heavy monster sound. You what? Sorry, the heavy heavy monster sound. The nuttiest set around. Oh, yes. Come on, Dave. Sorry. <laughs> the nuttiest sound around. Yeah. Buster, it's up the street. Yeah. Ba, 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 to the rock steady beat. Ba, ba, ba. Now you. It's all music. <laughs> An earthquake <laughs> is erupting, <laughs> but not in Orange Street. Oh, it's fantastic, yeah. mate. Yeah, um, yeah I've. 
I saw them live in uh, Finsbury Park when, when I think it was Euro uh, was it Euro eight ninety six England were playing Spain on the day they were playing. I saw them play live in Finsbury Park, and uh, yeah, it was it was great. Called Mad. Third time I've seen them. Um, I saw, we saw them by accident. We were on Aldine Taunton and they were gigging there. I've loved, I've always loved Madness. Always one of my favourites. Um, and we got to go see them whilst we're on Aldine. Then they were at the race course uh, that, later that year. We, we went with uh, with one of Emma's friends, one, one of Emma's friends as well, Hannah. And then we weren't going to go to this one because it was on the match. And the tickets were something like 35, 40 quid. Um, and then someone that I knew couldn't go because their husband was poorly, and she got them off some other site for about five or each. And um, so we went, uh, and we didn't go for the racing, we just went, uh, we went to the game, obviously. I uh, went and chilled out for a bit, did all my vlogging stuff and editing, and then we went down to uh, we went down to the race course, saw one race, and then madness, and it was fantastic. Yeah. And right. they, what's your favorite madness track? Probably Grey Day. Oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting. I, I'm a bit miserable and morbid. It's kind of, yeah. I've got so many. Our house, you know, the house of fun, like you say, all the, but I do love. Nightboat to Cairo. Nightboat to Cairo. And when you, because you can just jump around and bounce out. I love it's half past and just gone. On the banks of the river, nah, I love it. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. They're, they're, they're the second best band I've seen live. But the yeah. uh, the best band I've seen live is Chic. Yeah, Love Struck, Love Struck, and then obviously baggy trousers and stuff like that. We've got, we've, we've got, we've gone so, slightly sidetracked. But yes, sorry. What did you want? My, my my moment of the day probably was nothing to do with the match. Anything happened at the match. Um, directly, um, my moment of the day because I was worried about it because I know what our fans are like, and some of them tend to shoot at the hip and not think about the consequences of what they're doing. My, my moment of the day was seeing Wang tweet what he put out on his uh, social media because it, yes, there were some boos, but there were a lot more cheers and singing his name. And it was good to see, and it was good to see that he acknowledged it. So, hopefully, that might show some people that don't have the same view of of, of, of Wang, and and they might shut up and let him get on with his game. Because if he gets on with his game, it's going to help us, not not anybody else. Well, he's, he's, he's with us now. It's the same with Triori. They've got to use them. Yeah. Um, your moment today is that your man of the match. Uh, it's got to be Nunes. That that was his best performance for us. To be honest, I haven't been. That over enamoured with him so far, but he was he was absolutely brilliant yesterday. He was a a fantastic player yesterday. So I get to see um, I got to see what maybe we were buying, and, and I liked it. So hopefully we'll see a lot more. And your performance rating? Oh, I'm going to get a six. I want, I want, yeah, I want. I don't think it was brilliant. I don't think it was good enough for a seven. I think the things we're still doing wrong that we've got to improve on. Um, I'm quite demanding as a fan, really, aren't I? But that, that's that's how I am. Demanding is okay, you know. Yeah. 
they'll hopefully they'll uh, they'll they'll turn you around and it won't and you'll say actually maybe they're not papering over the craps or maybe they'll prove you right and it is. But time will tell. Are you ready for spin the wheel, mate? Yeah, I'll go for it. Right here we go. We're going to spin the wheel. We will add some more questions on for next week as well. Oh, it's a Wolves question. Who is, in your opinion, Wolves? And the guys in the chat can uh, can join in with this. Who is, in your opinion, Wolves' all-time greatest goalkeeper? That's an easy one. Yes. Go on. He's from the northeast. He lives, I think, out in Saudi Arabia or Kuwait now. It's not John Burridge, is it? It certainly is. John Burridge. Yeah. Do you know what? Well, we're talking to Mel Eves about this um, mm-hmm. on the. I don't know if you watched it, but or it was. I think we might have been talking about it afterwards on the show because Mel can talk. Yeah. And he was talking about Melly. He was talking about John Burridge, and he said he was as, as mad as he was brilliant. Yeah, I I um I think I'm a little bit older than you, Dave, but I I lived abroad when I was a kid for quite a lot, so I didn't get to see Wolves in that area very often. But one of my first Memories of Wolves is is that lunatic cartwheel onto the pitch with a ball, and it, 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 he was just he was just actually he was another lunatic as well that's just been linked, and he was quite a good was that Mark, Mark Kendall, Mark Kendall yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. No, Wolves have gone. always had, to be honest, always seem to have had good goalkeepers. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a thing we've always had good, good goalkeepers. Cole, I'd say goalkeepers are other other supporters would have said that they would have had in their team that's what I, I I think we've always had you know I don't think we've ever had a really poor keeper really well there's a good answer mate uh, I, I just Mel Eves talked about the time that he, he dressed up as Superman or something and came on the pitch <laughs> dressed as Superman were you there that day? yes yeah and apparently they had no idea that he was doing it. He just literally rocked up in a super Superman outfit and went out and went out wearing it. He would. I wonder if that's where Raul's getting. I mean, the nearest we got is Raul with his. Yeah, bio. he needs to stop that. To be honest, I reckon he's going to have a parrot next time. Well, he, uh, oh, he's going to park a great big galleon in the centre circle. <laughs> Listen, I don't care if he parks a great big galleon as long as them cannons are shooting down the goal and going in the back of the net. It's what we want. Raul can celebrate all he wants, however he wants, if he's banging in the goals. And let's hope he's fit and ready. And if he's got Diego Costa, we get if it, it, you know, if he's fit, I tell you what, it's whatever happens. And obviously, he's going to earn a bit of money. But if he comes and scores ten goals, mixes it up a bit, um, you know, the media attention is going to be all. We're going to get the Wolves generally are going to get more media attention because of it as well. That'd be that'd be interesting. I think he's. I think he's just. Go, I think he will just take the focus away from us being swamped. If you get the ball up to him, he's likely to get a free kick or get the ball down and get it back to one of our players. And rather than it just being lost and coming back again, which is what what's happening at the moment. And I think I think he. I'll tell you what, mate. I I, I literally I hope that sometime next week. I'm doing Welcome to Wolves Diego Costa video because <laughs> it's something I'll, I've never imagined that I, w- I would do. And uh, maybe next this time next week, we'll be talking about Diego Costa scoring the winner against Liverpool. That'd be nice. 
is like an altered reality, like what Manny said. But hey, it could sometimes alternate universes happen. Maybe. Yeah. I think. I think. Man, I think Manny's right with what he was saying. We we shouldn't fear them two games at all. We shouldn't. You know, we Liverpool midfield is dire. It's not a Liverpool midfield. You know. Yes. Once you get past that midfield, they've got all these wonderful players that might cause us a few problems. But if you if we we're now down that midfield and stop the ball game to them, it could be a good game for us. Fantastic, yeah. Chris. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Keep up the good work, mate, and uh, keep yeah. up your controversial opinions because it creates debate. So that's fine, and we'll get you back on again. All right, mate. See you later. Always, Wolves. Oh, before I go, I just want to say hello to my grandson Blake. Because he, he watches YouTube, he's seen me on there, he doesn't believe that I'm on it. So, hello, Blake. Hi, Blake. Fantastic. See you later. Great programme as well, Blake Seven, but that's for another time. Catch you later, mate. Yes, bye-bye. Next up, we have Super Josh. Hi, mate. <laughs> you right, Dave? How was the curry? Really nice, actually. Really enjoyed it. And what did you really have really tonight? I had a dupiaza. Chicken tikka dupiaza. And which curry house do you uh, do you tend to go? Um, we usually use Ronnie's in just that just outside of Roseville in uh, on Birmingham Near Road. Oh, Roseville! Yeah. Um, Who do you we go went, with tonight? We went to Spices tonight in Sedgley. Oh, Spices! I know. Who do you go with? Uh, my mom, dad, my auntie, my uncle, my brother, and two family friends. Because my mom's birthday next week, so we went out for that. And how's the band going? Um, so they pulled out of them. Um, Moment, summer holidays and all that. Yeah, they, they pulled out the competition on the 11th. Is that right? Um, it's like the 11th of September. Yeah, they've pulled out of that one, like you said, the holidays um, and um, practices and that. So, uh, and then the next one's the. Or was it the 18th? I can't remember which date they pulled out of. They pulled out the one at the, earlier out the two. Yeah. Um, but um, I think they're back. Great many the, entries, the 18th, isn't it? It's like. There's only about five or six bands in it as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's mad. Yeah. It really is mad. Anyway, on to the game. You were there. Thoughts? Um, I thought it was a bit sloppy from both teams, if I'm being honest. I don't think anybody had a clean succession of possession. It was either lost straight away from either team and gained by the other team. Um, the ref kept breaking up play. I thought he was... I thought the ref, yet again, second game in row, I thought the ref was a bit poor. Um, some good saves from, from Jose Sarr and Neves as well uh, when he stopped that one chance at the South Bank, which I didn't think, I didn't realise it was, although it was literally directly in front of me until I watched it back on Match of the Day. Um, but three points and that's all that matters. It was a bit, I don't think it was our best. I don't think Southampton were at the best either, um, yeah. which three points, so I'll take it. Fantastic. And um, your moment of the day for you? Moment of the day? Um, I'll probably say the amount of walking I did. <laughs> you did a lot of walking? Yeah, we did about 18,000 steps because what we did, we went to the match, back into town for a drink and then down to Dunstall. Oh, did you go down to yeah. Dunstall? Oh, were yeah, you there? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Oh. What, we moved by the rail we were once it started. We moved over to the rail. <laughs> I think it was class the amount of people that were wearing fezzes. There's loads of them. I've got, I've got a fez. I have actually. I, but I had one from the last time. I actually yeah. wore my fez. 
Uh, did you get? You didn't get any merchandise. I bought nah, this. I didn't, I didn't see. I didn't see many stands for it. To be honest, when I walked in, there was an absolutely massive one. You know where was it? It was as you come in. in yeah. the Where was it? In the paddock. In the concourse area on the big. It was a big. Uh, it was. It was about never, like never spotted. You missed it. It was about forty foot wide. I made my brother walk through around the paddock, walk through the doors, um, to the left. And just walk straight through and out to meet my mum and dad and my neighbours. We didn't even spot. We just headed straight for them. Uh, well, you had to go into the big the room and there uh, was the function room on the left in there. And oh. it was they had all sorts of t-shirts, old ones. Thing I got this one, which I think looks good. That's nice. Good. That is. Yeah, it's, I, I quite like it. Yeah. To be honest, I look good in most things, Josh. Because you know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, no, it was brilliant. What did you uh, did you enjoy the concert? Yeah. I thought it was really good to go. At first, when where we were standing, because we were we were nearly level with the end of the stand we were in the first no, that, That's the actual... Um, so, basically, as you saw it, you got the stand there, and then yeah. the concert was down there. The yeah. stage was down there wasn't looking it? at the stage. Opposite. Yeah, looking at the stage, we were on the right level with the first screen we were. And I sat, stood there at first, and I thought, £40 to stand here and watch it on a screen and look from distance. But actually, once he got going, it was really good. Really enjoyed well, it. Yeah, you paid forty pounds. Yeah, because um, you went for the racing as well, did you? Well, my mum and dad, me uh, mum, dad, my neighbours did, and then obviously after the match, we went down and watched the last few races. And uh... yeah, yeah. Well, we 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 literally, um, as as I say, went up. We got there about quarter to eight. Yeah, uh, we we actually went and stood in the stand. We watched the last race. Yeah, went round twice. And then it's they started to come on, and then we literally walked down. Yeah, and, um, we got yeah. sort of uh, about halfway in the middle. Yeah, of the thing, it's quite good in the in the thing because you've got the vibe. I think you're actually yeah. there with the stadium, but it was took a few videos. I'm going to put some up on my Instagram tomorrow. But it was uh, it was great. What's your favourite Madness song? Um, obviously you got a lot of baggy trousers and. Um... One step beyond. They're obviously the, the all time classics, but I do quite like Shut Up and um, Night Boat to Cairo. Night Boat to Cairo. Can't yeah, they finished on that. He's brilliant. They always finish on that man. Yeah. It's brilliant. Um, so your man of the match. Man of the match for me has got to be Neves. I yeah, just thought well, he, he was like a midfield general all game. He just bossed the midfield. I thought um, he had that last ditch stop of the ball. Basically, sat on the ball. Yeah, in front of the safe bank to stop it going in, and I just thought he's all round plays. He's been brilliant again. I know I'll say it most weeks with Neves being, I tend to stay stay away from picking Neves, but I thought I had to pick him this time because he's he, for me out of all of them, he was man of the match. Yeah, he leads as such a captain, isn't he? Yeah, uh, he leads by example. Uh, performance rating seven, be a seven for me. And are you ready for the dreaded spin the wheel? Wheel. Let's see what happens. Guys, <laughs> oh, the other thing as well, with this spin the wheel, we've kind of trialled it at the thing. If you like it, will you will you let us know in the comments if you want this to be a regular feature and uh, we can come up with different questions each week? Because it's a it's a little bit of fun rather than having one. It's a bit random. So you ready for the spin? Yeah. Ooh. That's the cracker, Ooh. that is. 
Which movie star would you want to play you in a film? Um, oh, I'll cross my hand quite now. I'm going to go for the my hand cross between two, but I'm going to go for the one. I'll possibly go. Um, I'm not easy. I try to think of an English person, really. But the only person I can think of is American. That's possibly Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Oh, let me um, see if I can find Jeremy Redder. How do I spell it? Jeremy Renner. R E double N E R. Let me just see if I can find a picture of him. Images. Plays Hawkeye in the um, Marvel films and he's in um, Tag. And he could play uh, a picture of you. So uh, let's just see if I can uh, find this picture and I'll share it on the screen. For everyone so we can see what he looks like <laughs> here we go share this chrome tab jeremy renner that's what he looks like yeah that's the one and that's who he's gonna you, you, you're gonna get to, to play as you yeah i reckon yeah <laughs> actually i thought about this one i knew i'd have to play for me and uh, i think because i've often been uh it would be uh, what's he dicaprio Leonardo. Yeah, because like he's almost because he, like when I was younger, people used to say I look like him and stuff yeah. like he looked like me. So uh, I think he could play me, Leonardo DiCaprio. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, Josh, time's ticking, so that's why we're running through. A yeah, that's fine. No worries. I'm gonna. I've got Scott left. Um, I'm sure you'll probably stop on in the background yeah. anyway, as usual. Uh, but thanks for that, mate. And hopefully we'll. Are you going to Liverpool? I can't go to Liverpool on Saturday. It's my mum's birthday weekend, so uh, oh, gutted. Can't gutted. can't go. So we're uh, off off out for the day, I think, and uh, um, f- um, whining and dining on the afternoon. So you do like whining and dining, to be fair, don't yeah. you? <laughs> right, so mate, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get on and get get on with Scott now. I we're think no he's worries. pro top or something, so we'll get him on. All right, see, see you, Dave. Bye. Thank you very much. So that's Josh. Last but no no least, we've got the What House Scott today. Hello, mate. You're right. I thought you were going to yeah, come on as an officer at one point <laughs> with that big hoodie thing that you that you got. I know, but I look, I look ridiculous. So I took it off. You know, so we're going to whiz through because time's ticking on, and everyone will get want to get to match of the day. Um, so give us your thoughts on the on the game and also the Sasha Kalajic Diego Costa situation so quick one with the the game um basically three points that's what matters with the most uh we got to see a bit of Sasha I know it wasn't much but we got to see a bit of him and we hope he recovers and comes back strong um other than that, Neves for me is just ever since. Well, we we know what we expect from Neves. We get what we want from Neves, and even with the captaincy, he's just even better. Um, he's just top notch, walls through and through. Last one standing from the Nuno era um, when he first he came as well. So yeah, Neves was immense. Um, one thing I want to quickly talk about from that is Huang. So I don't know how true it is because obviously I wasn't there at the game. But yeah. he posted something on social media saying thank you to the fans who cheered me and sang my name. But I heard that he was getting booed as well by our own fans. Is yeah, that true? he did by some. 
It was yeah. uh, the section we came on that did, um, which was very disappointing. And then uh, the rest of the fans started to give him the sing the uh, he's, he's only on loan for the season song. Um, mm. And I, you know, I don't agree with anyone a player coming on and you boo a player mm. coming on. It's like it's ridiculous whether or not you you rate him or not. You give him support. Especially uh, when he's a player who looks as a whole, but an individual player when they're coming on the pitch, that's just it's just to me, to me as well. Especially when he's a he, he's like a confidence player. That's probably why Raul gave him the penalty that in that game. Yeah. Um. So he doesn't need to be hearing us booing him. We need to be cheering him. We need to be supporting him so we get the best out of him. And uh, it was just a shame to read that, but I, were, I wasn't sure if it was true. No, no, it was true. There's a section when he came on, and then uh, not long after. The, there was the, the song was going because obviously most sane people would understand that you don't boo a player who's coming on to help the team when they come on for the team. It's like it was so disappointing. Mm. You know, boo the team at the end if you need to. If you're unhappy, you know, if it's been poor and, and let them know your feelings. You know, to be fair, when he did come on, when he did come on, I didn't think he did anything wrong. He didn't. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, he's missed a penalty. Yeah, he's not he he's not been great for the last period of time. But you're not gonna get a guy give a guy any confidence if you're gonna boo the chap when he comes on the pitch. That's just whether you you know, there's always a player, <clears throat> you know, and he <clears throat> you can understand people being going, okay, sell him if we get X amount of money and stuff, because he's not been he's not been doing it for a while. Dendonka was another one that used to get a lot of um, people getting onto him. I actually always rated Dendonka. I just thought he did a lot yeah. off the ball. Villa have got a good player there, but, you know, it's time. But, like, Wang, you, if he comes on the pitch, you get behind or Any player comes on the pitch, you get behind them. They're coming on to help the team. Booing the yeah. player affects him and the rest of the team. The good thing was that the majority of the fans recognised this and then started to sing his name. And yeah. from Wang's perspective, that must have meant a lot to him, which is why he's then gone onto his socials and yeah. uh, and posted that. So it's a good point, Scott. Onto the and game. And then, yeah, the game, the game itself. I think you know there's still a lot that we need to work on. Still a lot that we need to improve on. But well, I'm just happy that we've got the three points. I know we got away with a couple of things, like, for example, them hitting the bar, the disallowed goal. But well, I'll take a win whatever way we get it. And I'm just glad we got three points on the board now. And hopefully, I know we've got two tough games next with Liverpool and City, but hopefully we can kick on and try and get something out of those games. And we tend to do play better against the bigger teams. So, Well, I'm hoping so, mate, because we do have a record of doing that, don't we? Uh, yeah. We do have a record of doing that. And um, What's your take on the Diego Costa thing? Brilliant. Yes, absolutely. I take as long, as long as he's fit, as long as he's fit and he passed these tests that Wolves are going to put him through from Tuesday, I'm happy with that all day. This is a guy who banged in goals for fun for Chelsea and got them a Premier League title. I will take yeah. him all day. Yes, OK, he's a bit older. Yes, OK, he hasn't played in like this league for a while. But when you're coming up against Liverpool and you've got a chance of getting a Diego Costa going up against Van Dijk, that would intrigue me Fully. It would so, be very, very intriguing. And I'll tell you mm -hmm. what, the media attention would be insane on it. So, yeah, mm -hmm. your performance rating and your man of the match. And your so, man of the match, match. Neves, all day. 
Um, the, the guy is Mr. Walls. He's just brilliant. And I just hope I would, I'd be really sad the day he leaves. So I'm hoping we could keep him for as long as we can. But as yeah. for the match rating, like I said, there's still a lot that we need to work on. But I'm just happy we got the three points. So I'm just going to give them a seven, maybe 7.5 for yeah. that game. And your moment of the day? What today? A moment of the day yesterday. Any moment from that entire day? Uh, I nearly scored a goal myself in a free kick. From a free kick, but the keeper tipped it around the corner. Well, that's yeah. a good moment. But if you want to put it into Wolves' perspective, again, it's just the three points. I'm just happy we've got three points. And if you look at the table now, we're 14th. It's given us a big lift up the, up the table. And hopefully, like I said, we can kick on and give a good performance against Liverpool and City. Fantastic. Are you ready for spin the wheel? Yeah, go on. <laughs> Are you scared? Well, I haven't. I've seen the questions that have come up, but I don't. I haven't seen what else is on the wheel. So let's go. Well, we're going to spin it, and and if people do want to send us in on Instagram, always Wolves Facebook, always Wolves Insta, always Wolves Twenty, they want to send us messages mm-hmm. uh, on any questions they want us to add on to it. We will do our best to do that. Right here we go. We're going to spin it. Oh, it's a Wolves question. What is your favourite Wolves strip? Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. So, all right. Oh. It's a good one, isn't it? It, it is, because we've had that many over the years. Um, right. I'm... <sighs> oh. Okay, the the one I do like, and it, it's the one I, I never bought, and I wish I did. Um, do you remember? It's in recent times, the away one, the black one with like the gold stripes, with like really thin stripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that they they, they also had Fosen on the front in the Asia yeah, Cup. That's it. Yeah, that, that one. Good, that, uh, a good away, good strip. That was. If yeah. you're going for if you're going for personal though, um, my very first top was a Goodyear one, Got old gold Goodyear. I'll tell so, you one strip that I'd like to get hold of. There's John, John um, DeWolf. There's a favourite picture of mine with John DeWolf in that kit. Or I'd love them to do, again, a version of it, because obviously the new teal one from this year is quite, actually I've got that and I do quite like it. But there's an old Goodyear strap where they've got a white top with teal sleeves mm. and uh, with teal like bit on the top. Uh, I'd, lo- I'd quite like that. Um, but yeah, and I, the, it, it, there's so many in the mate. But that's I do like the we... I do like the uh, away kit for this season. That is really nice. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the, what? Which one? The, the the new the second the, kick or the, 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 the is it teal? Like teal, the teal blue, yeah. green. Yeah. Admit, I like it as well. It's a it's definite grower. It's a it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Chris Humphreys likes the 1974 with the color. Actually, that's a great kit. I've got that. I've got the retro version with that one. Uh, TJ's going that was nice one the blue away from the late 80s was quite nice um, the book to shirt from the early 90s uh, the Portugal wall strip someone said here Scoots yeah, Alliance yeah. is home strip um, you know the green one so I like the pink you remember the green one that we got in Mexico colours yeah, as well. That I yeah, like that yeah. one. That one was nice. 
So there's loads. Uh, just before we go, guys, I do want you <clears throat> just to remind you, everyone, it's only got until, we've literally only got until 12 o'clock. Please, please, with a cherry on the top, will you go onto um, the Football Content Awards website and um, vote for Always Walls Fan TV. Best in video, um, best content creator, Always Walls podcast as well in there, and best cup content creator, Premier League. There's four categories that we can enter in. It takes you literally 60 seconds to do. The link is actually in the description below this video. Um, there you go. And that's what it is on there. So if you go to the footballcontentawards.com forward slash voting, vote for Always Walls Fan TV and all of those categories. And let's see whether we can get a nomination. We can get into the final. Um, that would be uh, absolutely amazing. So uh, if you can do that, and I'll put the link in the description as well. Also want to say a big thank you to Always, uh, sorry, to uh, Wolf Life again for powering the show. We're also up to, would you believe, um, if that comes up in a second, we're up to 29,583 subscribers. There is over 131 watching. So if you're not subscribed to the channel, just uh, smash a like. Uh, sorry, subscribe, hit the bell. Let's get us up to 29,600. And if you've enjoyed the content today, please smash a like on the video. If you're watching it back on Catch Up, leave your comments in the description, uh, in the comment section below. And if you're listening to it on the podcast, which will be out on Monday, uh, I'll be grateful if you leave us uh, a rating. So thanks to all our guests. It was lovely having Vicky Wright on earlier. Don't forget to check Thanks. out that as well. Yes, mate. Just to add on to what you just spoke about, to think about as well from when you first started this channel, it was just YouTube, and to what you've expanded it to now is incredible. And you've brought on a lot of good people on board. And it's just grown and grown and grown. And the community is massive. It extends as far as the international waters as well. So it's if you've got a spare five minutes, people, all it takes is five minutes to fill in that form. And it, uh, five minutes. it takes well, two minutes. Yeah. Man. Well, it probably takes me five minutes because I've got to make a cup of tea. I'll fill a bit oh, in well, and go in somewhere. Yeah. But no, um, but seriously, you know, it takes a couple of minutes just to do that and uh, give Dave a chance to win in. The award that he fully deserves. It's for to be everyone. Fair. It's for everyone. It's for every Wolves fan. It's like you know, because it's for the whole community. If we could get nominated, then there's voting for the uh, for the thing. We've got the website now, thealwayswolves.co.uk. We've got a fantastic team of writers. We've got people like yourself and Josh, and you know, everyone that comes on the channel uh, as, as an extra time. Anyone's welcome. We've it's got a brilliant you know, community. Brilliant community show. There's a big community of people that you know that I try to get involved with it, and then obviously all the all you guys in the chat that watches and supports and the subscribe. So yeah, it's if it's it, it. Remember the old thing when Nuno won Manager of the Month, and he would have that team of people and all the people yeah. that. That's the way I look at it. It'd be for everyone. It would be an amazing. Um, to have it recognised, but and the thing is, you could you could still see that it's appealing to new um, people as well, like people who have just discovered it. Because we've had new people come on extra time that we haven't had before. You've got new people in the comments that watch your show regularly now and comment. 
the community's growing and that's all being built because of you. So it's the least we can do to, um, you know, do it for the Dazzling Dave, Always Walls Extra Time and everything else community. I appreciate that, mate. Thank you so much for saying it. It really is appreciated. And, uh, um, yeah, we'll, we'll obviously see whether we get nominated again. And uh, and if we get nominated, there'll be another push on the uh, to try and win. But uh, you're always up against those massive channels, aren't you? You know, your Liverpools, your Cities, your Uniteds, yeah. and you're competing against all of those with what they've got. So if we can even just get a nomination, it's, it's great. Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone that's been... Uh, uh, watching we're just coming up to two hours again it's like they seem to get longer um <laughs> but it's been a big day my dad as i say thank you for all the love that's been sent to my dad magic moss he is uh he is back at home now and uh, i hope everyone else enjoys the uh, match of the day after this and we love you all wherever you are in the world to you and your family all the best uh from myself and everyone that's involved tonight always wolves always wolves It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you're still the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.